Hey everyone in this episode we'll be discussing about psychological disorders with an example of a very famous personality very known the one and only king of pop Michael Jackson Well, you most probably know a lot about Michael Jackson, but in case you don't know, let's start with some facts. He is the best-selling artist of all time. His album Thriller is the best-selling album of all time, and he is actually the best-selling dead celebrity of all time. He is the most followed dead celebrity on social media with a Facebook page of around 73 million followers. His tour Bad made the highest revenues ever. Perhaps no person on earth was as famous as Michael Jackson was. As a child I was a big big fan of Michael Jackson. I remember I stopped being his fan maybe in high school but kept listening to his songs. And anyways, my perception were all things like he is a strange person, he is weird. He changed his color or he died because of drugs. I had this perception because i used to hear from people around me my parents and of course they had this perception or made this perception from media my perceptions about mj started to change when i started reading about his articles post out of which many were not really saying positive things Deep inside I felt something is wrong in these articles and posts. For me, the guy, Michael Jackson, I saw in This Is It and the one who wrote Heal the World and We Are the World cannot be the that person they are talking in articles and posts. King of Pop Michael Jackson had a very abusive childhood. his father joe jackson who was a former boxer a failed musician whose main skill was to find innovative ways to make his children's life more miserable the issue was not why michael started behaving strange later in his career but why it hadn't happened sooner joe jackson used to beat his children with belt buckle or even a cord of an electric kettle Jackson 5 the group of Michael and his brothers was not even allowed to play outside with other children instead they were forced to rehearse for 4 5 hours a day and if any one of them got the step wrong then their father would ask them to break a branch of a tree and would hit them with the same branch Joe Jackson has resolved a crucial stick of psychological bullying for his son Michael the band's youngest and the most talented member when joe jackson learned that his teenage son michael was self-conscious about the size of his nose he started calling him big nose 
which haunted Michael throughout his adulthood. Due to which, Michael developed this habit of constantly touching and covering his nose with his left hand. Later in his life, he even went through a series of plastic surgeries to such an extreme that he was forced to cover his nose with prosthesis as he was left with only a hole in his face surrounded by a pit of cartilage. Michael even confessed in 1993 on Oprah Winfrey's show that he was so scared of his father that there were times he used to vomit looking at his father's face. otherwise known as autoerotic or jokingly called sylphosexual. Not everyone has a sexuality expressing itself only one way if someone has had a traumatic childhood. There is a class of erotic identity disorders called paraphilias. Michael Jackson was attracted to the concept and image of himself as a pubescent boy. Confused matters more, he also had sex with women and romanticized young boys. Remaining a boy was a desirable, attractive trait he saw in himself. He often said so. He had more preoccupation for his boyness that can be explained by a lost childhood. Boyhood was a fixation and identity fused with his adult sexuality. His home had literally millions of dollars worth of toys, dolls, superheroes, figures, arcade machines for his personal use. He had an extensive personal collection of objects with his image, everything from fine art to figures to posters. Everywhere Jackson looked there was an idealized, often eroticized image of himself. It was no accidental creative impulse that MJ's trademark year after year was grabbing his genitals on stage. MJ was a perfectionist who choreographed and planned every move. It's no spontaneous gesture that he wanted us to look at him there. The infamous gold pants were also no accident. He was meticulous in his costume design choices. He knew he sometimes got erections on stage in front of tens of thousands of fans and those gold bands made him feel powerful and erotic. Hence, homosexual means same gender as yourself, as sexually attractive. Autohebophilia means yourself as an erotic object, like seeing yourself as an erotic object. In other words, an erotic preference for yourself in some other expression of yourself, for example, a pubescent boy. You don't have to have a healthy self-esteem to be autoerotic. You can loathe yourself and still have this disorder. A person's sexuality is not just about sex, it's about identity, relationships, erotic attractions and love. Michael never had a fulfilling, long relationship with a woman. 
he mistrusted females and therefore could not be emotionally intimate he obsessed over unavailable women but quickly discarded available ones he repeatedly asked uninterested women to marry him he was the only celebrity who regularly went on publicity dates with both females and other people's children instead of real dates this was a way to avoid the self disclosure necessary for emotional intimacy and bonding michael's big talent one reason he had been called a prodigy was feeling emotions like love and romance on stage since he was a kid his mother said he could convince you of things he did not know or feel he found it easy to act but i don't think women were his priority having sex with them was easy sharing his life heart and soul with them was not michael was emotionally frozen in puberty everyone who knew him knew that when eroticism identity and sexuality become stuck in that time an erotic identity disorder can develop Michael identified as a prepubescent and said so he told us he was a Peter Pan and meant it he sacrificed his career and well-being to continue this despite of devastation it brought him he continued his romanticized friendship with boys which is like his reflection despite legal personal and career problems his erotic identity formed too early by being over exposed to adult sexuality at a very young age he was considered a sex symbol before he hit puberty at some youthful stage his celebrity persona empowered with so much charisma has become his erotic sexual idol not turning to distrustful misogynist narcissistic he was religious yet adored and sexualized by millions his erotic feelings become fixed on himself as a pubescent boy self erotic auto erotic and erotic identity disorder developed he couldn't feel the flip side which was that his brothers were in love with shared a life and children with their wives why michael hold up at neverland with mini me 12 year old boys as companions michael was preoccupied with himself as forever a boy like peter pan he found this to be attractive and often said he said this and lived his life like this michael jackson was a man child but he was also an adult with a sexual identity Michael Jackson's poor image and physical perfectionism has been very well maintained having undertaken several image overhauls in his lifetime to resolve his insecurities many suspected he suffered from body dysmorphia syndrome a condition in which person is consumed by their intense dissatisfaction for example how they look with their appearance and sought to perfect minor flaws often unnoticeable by others Michael Jackson was open about how insecurities were triggered by his family teasing him for his features like big nose and having a pizza face as a result of teenage acne as a child 
Michael Jackson's bright eyes, round face and adorable chubby cheeks won the heart of thousands of young fans around the world. However, beyond the catchy tunes and synchronized dance routines, Michael Jackson since shed light on the unhappiness he felt as a child. Michael was victim of the tyranny of his abusive father, Joe Jackson, subjected him to and felt enslaved by his family. For Michael's entire early life, he was controlled in every way a human being could have been, from what he wore to what he said, where he went. Every moment of the day was dictated by others with often conflicting views and motivations. In private conversations as an adult, Michael Jackson reflected on how he used food as a way to gain some kind of control over his life, stating that while his fathers and brothers resorted to violence and aggression towards others, instead he internalized his emotions and took things out on himself as a form of self-harm. Michael Jackson also spoke about his teenage years were traumatizing experience for him. As he was growing out of his cute little kid image, he felt under pressure to remain childlike in the eyes of public. Typical of many adolescents suffering from anorexia, anorexia is a condition or an eating disorder characterized by an abnormally low body weight and intense fear of gaining weight and a distorted perception of weight. In his early adulthood, Michael Jackson decided to adopt a vegetarian diet partly due to his desire for a dancer's body, believing his movements would appear cleaner and more precise if his body was slimmer and more angular. Although Michael Jackson stated the motive behind his change in diet was to improve himself personally and his abilities as a performer, professionals would argue that it's a root of anorexia, is an anxiety and control disorder that perfectionists are notoriously prone to. Not so much a preoccupation with being thin, but it's also about having enough discipline to control your own body counterbalancing trauma and the experience when outside circumstances completely overwhelm them. Like many people struggling with eating disorder, Michael Jackson emphasized the health benefits of such a reduced and restrictive diet. Although privately he admitted that he felt defeated by his anorexia and that he suffered with multiple health issues as a result of illness. In a 2005 interview, he said, I go through this serious food crisis when I could go weeks without eating. I take stuff to keep weight on. When I get upset, I stop eating, sometimes until I'm unconscious. When Michael Jackson reached his 40s, he became increasingly concerned about looking old, saying that he hated aging and it's the ugliest thing in the world to him. Michael mentioned to friends that as he was getting older, he did not want a lot of body fat but went overboard to avoid it, fearful he would get fat if he adopted a healthier diet.
While preparing for his 2009 career comeback, This Is It concert series, Michael Jackson appeared thinner than ever. Although Michael's eating disorder may have not been the sole reason for his frail fame. Nutritionist said he would not be surprised if reports said that Jackson had only been eating one meal a day turned out to be true. Nutritionist also mentioned that he may not have had an eating disorder in the sense of anorexia or binging and purging. It may be that the medication Michael was on made food taste funny or suppressed his appetite. So it may not have been an eating disorder in this traditional sense as far as keeping his weight down. Michael Jackson's cardiac arrest was caused by a high dose of prescription drugs when medications like strong painkillers, relaxants are taken in excess or in combination, they kill people causing respiratory and heart failure. Also, these medications spread around the body and get absorbed by fat and muscle tissue. This means that a bigger person can tolerate a higher dose of drugs than someone thinner. In Michael Jackson's case, his body weight was only 55 or 57 kgs and he was about 5 feet 8 inches on the eve of his death, a very slight physique for a man in his 50s. But Michael was taking the number of drugs that would be too high even for a person twice as heavy. Therefore, if he had more weight, he may not have died as quickly because the fat tissue would have absorbed some of the drugs. In this respect, his eating disorder and weight loss did contribute to the Michael's sudden death. What is a 36-year-old man doing sleeping with a 12-year-old boy or a series of them? Okay, when you say boys, it's not just boys, and I've never invited just boys to come in my room. Oh, that's ridiculous. And that's a ridiculous question. But like, since people want to hear it, you know, the answer, I'll be happy to answer it. I have never invited anyone into my bed, ever. Children love me, I love them, they follow me, they want to be with me. It just isn't fair what they put me through, because there wasn't one piece of information that says I did that. In any way, they turned my room upside down, went through all my books, all my videotapes, all my private things, and they found nothing, nothing, nothing that can say Michael Jackson did this. Nothing. But let me ask you this day, nothing. Still, nothing. Let me ask you Nothing, nothing, nothing. Nothing. I got nothing. The American pop singer Michael Jackson was charged with molesting Kevin Arvizo, who was 13 years old at the time of the alleged abuse, at his Neverland Ranch estate in California. Jackson had previously been accused of child sexual abuse in 1993. He denied the allegations and settled the accuser's civil lawsuit. In 2003, the documentary Living with Michael Jackson showed Jackson holding hands with Erviso and defending his practice of giving his pet to children. Jackson was indicted on four counts of molesting a minor, four counts of intoxicating a minor to molest him, one count of attempted child molestation, one count of conspiring to hold the boy and his family captive, and conspiring to commit child abduction. 
The trial span approximately 4 months beginning with jury selection that began on January 31st. Arvizo and his brother testified that Jackson had given them alcohol, showed them pornography, masturbated before them and made sexual advances. The defense characterized the witness for prosecution or individual seeking to exploit Jackson for money. Witnesses for the defense included testimony from celebrities including former child star Macaulay and comedian Chris Tucker. The tri- the trial drew international media attention. Some commentators describe it as media circus with media outlets quick to portray Jackson as guilty. Jackson was acquitted on all courts on June 13, 2005. He never returned to Neverland Ranch and spent much of his remaining life in Bahrain. In 2013, after the Jackson's death, one of the defense witness, Vad Robson, changed his position and filed a lawsuit saying he had been abused by Jackson. Jurors of the trial who appeared on jury speaks in 2017 said they still what to acquit Michael Jackson was as famed for his high pitched voice as for his plastic surgery and as the story goes his softly spoken manner was a direct result of his father Joe forcing him to undergo chemical castration while he was just 14 in a bid to delay puberty and keep his singing voice high Michael Jackson one of the world's most famous singer of all time But what makes Michael Jackson so interesting and why is his music so catchy? Here are certain facts about Michael Jackson that you probably didn't know. First, he lived in a theme park. To some it may sound interesting or a dream house, but it is a little bit odd. Michael Jackson turned his ranch into a half home and half amusement park. The amusement park had petting zoo, roller coasters, railroads, bumper cars and a lot more. The ranch is now worth 100 million US dollars. Second, Jackson has a medical center named after him. On the set of filming a commercial for Pepsi on January 27, 1984, Jackson's hair caught fire. The accident was caused by pyrotechnics and Jackson was left with second degree burns to his scalp. Pepsi settled the issue out of court by paying out Jackson. Michael donated 1.5 million to the medical center in California that treated his bones. As a thank you, the Broadman Medical Center in California called their bones department Michael Jackson's Bone Center. Third, Michael Jackson's skin color changed because of a skin disease. If you compare a photo of Jackson early in his career to one towards the end you will notice a dramatic change in his skin tone. A lot of people believe that he changed his skin tone on purpose and that he was ashamed of his natural skin tone. But the truth was Jackson's doctor said that he was suffering from a disease called vitiligo, a skin disease where the color of your skin changes. Fourth He invented gravity defined shoes. 
You might be familiar with this famous moonwalk and the ability to lean at what should be a near impossible angle for humans. This was all because of his gravity defying shoes. The US patent number 5255452 was given to Jackson to use for his famous performance. Although Jackson did not invent the moonwalk, he was expert at it. The shoes had specially designed slots where they could clip into the stage to hold him in place while he did his stunt against gravity. Unfortunately, the patent expired in 2005 when Jackson missed a payment. So the design was out in open. Fifth, Jackson once tried to buy Marvel Comics. In the late 1990s, Jackson tried to purchase the well-known comic book company Marvel. The main reason for wanting to purchase Marvel so that he could feature as a superhero himself. Jackson saw himself as being a great Spider-Man for Marvel. This wasn't his only attempt to try become a superhero. As soon as he heard there was going to be a new X-Men movie, he put himself forward to play Professor X. Once again, he was not chosen for this role. Dance.